This is Alan Condon with the Becker's ASC podcast, and I'm pleased to be joined today by Shane Mellenbacher, Administrator at Stevens Point Orthopedics and Ambulatory Surgical Centre of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Shane, before we dive into some questions today, I'd love to first turn the floor over to you to hear a little bit more about yourself, obviously your role and your organization as well. Uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me as well. Um, so let's see. I, let's see. I guess I start with the fact that right out of uh, high school, I went into the Marine Corps for six years. And while I was in the Marine Corps, um, I kind of guided my career from there, uh, especially when in regards to leadership and things like that, but also healthcare. Um, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I thought I wanted to be a PA. And so kind of went down that route a little bit, ended up working for a hospital. Uh, and while I was going to school in security due to my background in the Marine Corps, ended up um, being asked to be the uh, the director of safety, security, and emergency management at a hospital system there and turned it down a couple times because it just wasn't really what I was looking for. I wanted to be a PA. Finally, they convinced me to do it and uh, found out my love for the business side of healthcare. So finished school, uh, ended up going to get my MBA. I eventually got out of the hospital system and went to, to an orthopedic group in Nebraska where I was there for about three or four years, had an ASC um, there as well, and then uh, ended up being recruited up to Wisconsin, where I'm at now, uh, at Stevens Point Orthopedics and the Ambulatory Surgical Center of Stevens Point. We have uh, two ORs, mostly orthopedic. We do do eyes. Um, uh, we've done urology, spine, everything kind of in, as well, but mostly focus on orthopedics. Got it, got it. And certainly a, an interesting career tra trajectory there from the Marine Corps to, to healthcare administration. So delighted to have you on to, to pick your brains a little bit today. Well, thank you. So, so Shane, to kick things off, um, I'd love to hear from you. When, when you look across the healthcare space, orthopedic space, what are kind of two to three most interesting trends that you're following at the moment? So I think probably the biggest one would be kind of, uh, you know, emerging tech, emerging technology, as well as merging that with the highly personalized care that we want to give, you know, you're talking now, you know, in the ASC space, as well as kind of in orthopedics, it goes, well, I mean, you've got robots, uh, AI, wearable devices, um, telemedicine, and, you know, even, even when we're talking about texts and, you know, reminders and sending that out to patients, how important those are, but what's most important is probably, not probably, I mean, really is the personalized care that we try to give each and every patient. But yet at the same time, we need to merge those those two things together. And kind of doing that can be difficult at times, but uh, uh, you know, keeping an eye on that, where it's going, what the latest technology is, and you know, so forth kind of down that route. That would be, I guess, yeah. the first one at least. Absolutely, yeah. I'd like to hear something more, but just a quick follow-up there. In terms of the surgeons that you that you work with, is, is there a, is there a particular, do you have a sense of the technologies that they're most excited about, whether it be kind of something in the robotics realm, augmented reality, or what, what are you kind of hearing from the surgeons that you work with? We have not ventured down the robot, you know, pathway yet. Um, we actually have one surgeon that's going to be joining us here, actually, in a couple of weeks. Um, he's expressed potential interest in it down the road. The the, uh, the other guys so far have kind of 
you know, shied away from that and, um, you know, probably aren't going to be doing that. So we've been, we've just started looking at it. Um, you know, wearable devices is something that we've thought of as well and that we're kind of looking into now, especially when it comes to physical therapy and uh, uh, things like that. It's, it's one of those things where we want to make sure that we keep the patient engaged, but at the same time, um, we don't rely, you know, solely on that technology. During the pandemic, telemedicine, you know, obviously we, we did it. It's not really the greatest for orthopedics. I mean, you do it when you need to, but um, um, I don't foresee us really, you know, pushing that down the road any, you know, anytime soon. Got it. Yeah, I'm certainly interested. I know robotics certainly kind of in its infancy still in the orthopedic space, but always kind of interested to hear what's going on at different orthopedic uh, practices there. Any other, any other trends that you're particularly excited or interested in at the moment? You know, I would say probably, well, I don't know if it's a trend necessarily. I, I guess there's a couple. Um, I, you know, we're kind of, we're constantly looking out for, you know, what are the trends with insurance companies? What different insurance uh, products are coming out there, especially with the, um, you know, cost of health care. Patients are always wondering, okay, hey, how can I get the best care for the least cost? And so we're, we're definitely watching that. Um, bundled payments is another one that we have. We dove into bundled pay, uh, payments um, as an ASC as well as an orthopedic group, um, you know, a few years ago. And it's been, it, it was slow going. It's starting to pick up a little bit more. Um, we have a few agreements on those. Uh, it's definitely something I'm going to keep an eye on as we go down, you know, in the next year or so and find out, okay, do we think this is going to be something that's going to be viable for the future? Or is it just kind of a bandaid on a problem right now? Yeah, gotcha. Absolutely. And one thing, Shane, obviously not specific to your center, we're seeing across the healthcare space. I do want to get your two cents on it is obviously staffing, right? Um, I mean, it, it's a challenge not just for hospitals, AFCs, but uh, healthcare facilities across the spectrum. I'm curious, um, could you share any insight, anything you found beneficial in terms of kind of recruiting uh, or retaining kind of really great talent in, in such a difficult labor market at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. So that's obviously, that's one that has been on the, the top of our mind for a long time and actually something I think we're we're passionate about, especially at, you know, our, uh, you know, at our group here. Um, I think the most important thing is, is word of mouth, first of all. Obviously, word of mouth is important for, you know, patients getting them in the door, but it's also important for, you know, staffing and, and the team. And, I am I'm extremely blessed that we have had an amazing team that we have worked with for years now. And I'm also very, very thankful to say that we haven't had the staffing issues that many organizations have had. And I think part of that is because we've built a strong culture. We've built a strong, um, a, a strong team and it really, it boils, it boils down to trust and, you know, your team being able to not only trust you, um, but, you know, us, the administrative team, the physicians being able to, you know, trust our, our team and our staff as well. And I think it, it, it obviously has to start with the top. I mean, if the physicians don't display that trust in their team, I mean, that's going to, that, that's going to ruin stuff and the same with administration. And so for us, I would say we hire first for character and second for skill. So 
we can teach the skill that we want, but if we can hire somebody that is going to be, have the character that we want displayed to the patient and have, have that character that is going to treat the other staff with respect, um, that's what we hire for. And when we do that, it builds the culture to a point to where people don't want to leave. And we have experienced that, uh, I mean, before the pandemic and since then. So we've been able to keep our strongest players. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Hiring first for, first for character and then then obviously upskilling your, your, your employees and your staff along with that. Um, really great, great leadership advice there. Um, Shane, I'd love to, looking down the line, um, three, four, five years down the line, in terms of industry trends, things that are coming down the pipeline, what do you kind of, what do you expect um, in your market? What are you kind of preparing for? You know, I, I think one of the biggest thing is the continued growth of ASCs. Um, we have seen that. I, I mean, that's been something that, um, you know, Becker's has talked about. It's something that, uh, you know, ASCI, I mean, many other, you know, organizations um, and research has been done on just the, the growth of ASCs. And we've experienced that. Uh, in the past three years, we've had a 400% increase in total joints alone in our in our ASC. And so just the, the continued growth, um, you know, what that's going to look like, um, uh, you know, total joints, let's talk about that just for a little bit. You know, I mean, obviously doing them in the ASC a, a while ago was, you know, unheard of. Then we started doing 23-hour stays. Now everything, uh, you know, is same day. And so we've got to be looking at that. That goes back to the technology piece, too, and making sure that we're keeping up on technology, that we're offering the latest and greatest, but also, you know, proven technology that's going to be the best for the patient. So um, anything that can help our, uh, you know, our, our ASC grow um, and, uh, you know, improve outcomes, lower costs, uh, you know, so on and so forth that way. Um, the other thing is just, you know, working with payers and seeing them, ben- um, seeing them, uh, helping them see the benefits of, of an ASC and working closely with an ASC. Um, obviously, we're going to need hospitals. I mean, there, you know, and there's great hospitals out there that provide wonderful care. But there's a, there's a place for the ASCs to really, um, to really even gain a greater foothold in the market when we have, I and mean, we've experienced this uh, obviously with our growth, but just patients want to come to an ASC. So making that as easy as possible for them to be able to do that as well. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, really, really exciting to hear about the growth. That's Stephen's point with the PX and ASC there. Obviously, 400% in total joints over the past couple of years is super impressive and obviously expected to continue in the, in the next few years as well. I'm wondering, quick follow-up to that. Outside of total joints, um, what are the other high-growth area, high area service lines there at your organization? So um, I w- we do a lot of sports medicine, um, you know, obviously the outpatient stuff there. Um, we are, so I would, our ASC at least has seen the greatest growth in, uh, you know, total joint um, uh, procedures. But then, um, you know, I would just say the sports medicine realm, um, getting patients in, uh, having them, you know, have great care, great outcomes. Uh, one of the things that we talk about at our staff meetings all the time is one of the things that we want for each of our patients is for them when they make the very first call to when they pay the final bill that they have the absolute best experience, healthcare experience they've ever received. And I mean, our, our uh, patient satisfaction scores reflect that. And so 
Um, that's why I think another thing why we see the, the growth. But those are our two main areas that, um, you know, we've seen the greatest growth in. Got it, got it. And, and Shane, obviously, you've got a great mindset, obviously, coming from the Marine Corps into healthcare administration. I'd love to hear from you um, advice you have for, for other healthcare administrators looking to build a great culture and sustain success within their organization. Yeah, so I think, uh, and, and leadership is something that I think we all as administrators have to be passionate about because, and we all have to study, we have to be, um, we have to be ready for because, you know, going back to that building trust, um, that, and that's how it's done and is, is by demonstrating it. And I think probably one of the biggest things that, you know, we hear in healthcare all the time, you know, the patient is number one, the patient is number one. And you know what, that's true. The patient is number one. But for myself and for our management team, the patient's actually number two. And the staff and the team is actually number one. Because if we give them the, the resources, the freedom, the autonomy, um, and we trust them to do their job and we help them become better at what they do, they're automatically going to treat that patient as number one. And so it's up to us as administrators to help them become the absolute best that they can um, that they can be. And as long as we pour into them and they see us pouring into them, they're going to pour into the patient, you know, over and over and over again. But it comes down to us demonstrating it first. I think that's uh, some great leadership advice, words to live by, and uh, a great a great way to wrap up our conversation today. Uh, Shane, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. It's been a real pleasure uh, getting to know you a little bit more. And of course, Stephen's point orthopedics. I look forward to continuing the conversation down the line. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. It was great talking to you and I look forward to, to it as well.